White Castle, six packs, ribs, four racks, extra cheese, I'll take that. Might fuck around, have some Chick-fil-A, eat whatever I want, it's Darren Strong's epic cheat day. Tune in and hear what I have to say, you're listening to Epic Cheat Day. With your host, Derek Strong. I start recording and like... Yeah, whenever we jump in, I'm keeping all of this. By the way, this is uh, this is how I do Epic Cheat Day. Yeah, I I tried editing on mine for a little bit. Um, yeah, TJ Saposi, I had him on mine. Oh, I love him. He's awesome. So great. Yeah, and he runs a great podcast. And it just it pod. sounds fantastic. Uh, and I remember like I had him on um, partially because I'm like I wanted to have him as a guest, but also like I wanted to pick his brain on how to run like a good podcast. Yeah. And he goes through the editing process, like is talking about high energy earlier. Like, he oh has my such god, high yeah. energy. He really does. He yeah. Hold on, real quick. I just wanted to just guys, welcome to this episode of the Epic Cheat Day podcast. I'm your host Derek Strong, and I'm sitting down with Avery Brooks. And as we usually do on the Epic Cheat Day podcast, we just get we're already having a conversation. We just invite you guys in on it. So, uh, Avery, please continue. We're talking about TJ. Is it Sapochi? Sapochi. Supposedly, I, I he runs a menage a pod. I, I I definitely am gonna have him on at one point. Um, really cool guy. But you were saying, yeah, no, him. this whole episode is about to be about TJ. Okay, good. Yeah, we're gonna so we're gonna have two people on a podcast talking about a third person who isn't even here. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we're gonna call be it the TJ about episode, the TJ episode of the Epic Cheat Day podcast. Uh, this is like this is like podcast inception. Then it is. This it is such is. a weird way to start it. It's just talking about somebody talking about but, somebody uh, else. Yeah, fuck no, he has a great podcast. And when he was, uh, uh, he was giving me advice like for my podcast and just um, editing. He's like he goes through and edits out every uh um and but. Like he goes in and manually cuts every single one. So I'm like, oh, I want to run a great podcast. I want to do that. So I went in on mine and I tried it. It took me five minutes to cut out a single uh. Yeah. It was right at the beginning that I said, and then I went through the whole thing. I'm like, oh, I say um a lot. And I'm like, we're not doing this. No. <laughs> I mean, kudos for him for doing that. But like, I. Nope. Yeah. Plus, it's just, I think I do uhs and ums enough where it's like, if people heard my podcast with those edited out, they'd be like this. Why does he sound weird? Yeah. Yeah. You it just starts like, but White Castle, that's what it would be. <laughs> that would be my, by the way, White Castle, uh, do you like it or not? And by the way, I don't fault people for not liking White Castle. Like I know what White Castle is. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. For the longest time. I had a great roommate for a couple years. Um, his name's Chris Martin, but I would call him. Chris, here's what you get. Martin, truly one of the best guys to uh, go out to eat with. He had a yeah. palate for fine dining, but also a palate for the most garbage food out there. And he got me on to a lot of fast food places I didn't think I liked. And he got me on to the breakfast sliders at White Castle. Oh, my God, those are good. And when I had those, I'm like, maybe this place isn't half bad. Yeah, that, people don't realize that they do have a fairly robust breakfast menu at White yeah. Castle. They do. You can go there and you could get the hash browns in the baggie. You know, you can go there and you can. They, dude, they have waffle sliders. Yes. Yes, I shall. I am a huge breakfast guy. I actually yeah. am not a big fan of McDonald's, but their breakfast, I am a crazy fan for. Yeah. McMuffin is one of uh, the best things God has ever made. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I was, tell, I was telling. Uh, Avery about this uh, dear listeners I was telling Avery about this um, that when I had Alex Clay's on Alex Clay's is the guy who told me about a food hack that if you order McDonald's on Uber Eats and specifically if you order the egg McMuffin 
you can get extra butter on it. First of all, most people don't know that standard on an Egg McMuffin, it has butter, which you can taste, but it's not something that's ever explicitly stated. So just imagine if you get one of those greasy little sandwiches just dripping with butter, man. That's probably the difference because you can buy like the same setup that they do. Someone was telling me this. I'm repeating a a half-baked story, but it was uh, someone said you can buy in store the same English muffins that they use for the McMuffin. Yeah. But they're like, it just never tastes the same. And it could be just the amount of probably not real butter that they're yeah. using at McDonald's. Yeah, the butter-flavored topping that they use in yeah, McDonald's. Yeah, it's probably butter, plastic. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The butter in quotes as... Uh, the melted plastic that they put uh, on the McMuffin is one of the greatest things. I mean, listen, had. it's it's delicious. I like McMuffins. I'm also a McRiddle. Well, I was, I'm trying to stay away from like things like this because like, I went on a big pancake kick for a while. Yeah. But like, it's like pancakes are dessert, let's be honest. Like, yeah. we're, we're just allowed to eat at breakfast. So naturally, I love the McRiddles. Uh, which, by the way, McRiddles are they're pluralized because there's two McRiddles per yeah. order. People don't realize that. So. The McRiddle is yeah. secretly the best. Is it's secretly the best food on earth? Yeah. And I've only ever had it a few times because I'm like I can't. I just can't. It's just yeah. like it's like drinking in the morning. Yeah. I'm like yeah, I'll be done in a few hours and go oh, to totally. bed. Totally. Totally. And that's and that's the problem. Do you know the McRiddle? Like if you get a sausage, egg, and cheese McRiddle, that's worse than a Big Mac. I, uh, for sure yeah. that's not even oh, like yeah. a mcgriddle is what uh is separated adam and eve oh totally. that was what was in that tree that was what the, yeah it, was it wasn't an apple it was a mcgriddle that she's was like you a... want some of this mcgriddle he's like fuck yeah i do he's like oh the earth's gonna i don't, I don't no, no, even no, no, care no, 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 no. just it's shove it into my face yeah it's amazing oh. uh, by the way here's another hack i don't know if you could still do this on uber eats but you're also able to get mcgriddles by themselves what do you mean? Like just getting the McGriddle without any sausage, egg, or cheese on oh, it. Oh, just, just, yeah. just a pancake? A mini just a pancake? Pa- little a mini, little mini pancake with those little pockets of syrup right in there. Well, the best part is the M on it. Yeah, it's all about That's the That's where gets, all the flavor comes from. It gets all the toastiness. It's the stamped M. Yeah, yeah. It's just everything congeals on that M. Everything that's on that iron that like with the letter M on it that they've like, yeah. They used to clean the floors and like scratch the line cook's back. Exactly. When they press it into the pancake, Those I'm like, that's right. why it tastes good. Oh, that's the flavor. It's right the there. salt. You know what it is? Because the M is the logo that uh, is in that McDonald's. The, that's in McDonald's that the devil inspired them to use to take over the world with. And that's why it tastes so good because that logo being burned into the pancake. That's just sin. When they when they that's sold their souls to the devil, they're like, well, what should our logo be, devil? And he took his trident and turned it upside down. Turned it upside down, exactly. Got it. And we're going to put that on all of our shit, yeah. and we're going to burn it into this one product, and that one part is going to taste better than everything else. Whatever it takes is what I say. Yeah. Hey, listen. that's uh, We're going to be talking about food a lot for this episode of the Epic Cheat Day podcast, which I feel... I don't talk about food enough on the podcast. We're going to talk about comedy, too. Real, You know, let's just get this comedy shit out of the way, can we? Real quick. Let's just knock it out. Gross. Gross. Boo. Comedy. All right. Um, so how long have you been doing comedy now for? Uh, let me think about this. I did it right before. I was 17, but it was like right before I turned 18. And I am nice. 25 now. Uh, really not consistently until I moved to Chicago. So like four years should say consistently. Got it. Yeah, uh, you have pretty much the same. Well, I'm not counting pandemic years, so I, I still say three, even though you, you and I started around the same time. So 
pandemic was my favorite time for comedy. Uh, I, I loved it. I, I, a lot of people, you know what it's funny to say? A lot of people, <laughs> I know people, like, you and I both know people who actually started during the pandemic, which is crazy That blows my mind. I yeah. saw people on Zoom, they're like, this is my first time, and I'm like, oh my god. I'm oh, like, man. I feel like I'm watching porn on my computer that I don't <laughs> actually enjoy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what? Really, now is when you decided to do this? Well, maybe that's what got them to doing it. So they're like, fuck, the world's ending, and this has been a dream of mine forever. I need to get that's this That's true, yeah. More um, power to them. So we've been doing comedy, and you, of course, he hosts an amazing uh, show. You guys run weekly, right? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Runs weekly. It's called Campfire Stories at the Lincoln Lodge. It's uh, Friday, 6.30, right? Uh, 7. 7 o'clock. Call time, 6.30. Call time, 6.30. I was close. <laughs> yeah. I, I knew it. I did it. I, I did it. I told somewhat of a story, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a great show. And tell them what the premise is for Campfire uh, you Stories. You did great. Uh, yeah, the premise is just, um, just some of the – our favorite comics uh i i say in chicago but it's it's grown to more than that um yeah. it's just some of our favorite comics that we find telling some of their wildest stories and it's been killer every week like no one does bad and the whole thing is like i want it to be a relaxed com- comfortable environment we got hunter hirsch playing some smooth jazz and we got the fire it's amazing, by the way hunter hirsch like, by the way shout out to hunter hirsch if you ever such a sweet boy i mean He's getting up there. He's doing really well comedy wise. He's, I mean, he's an unbelievable guitarist. He's been doing it his whole mm-hmm. entire life. So, and it shows. And having him just jam out a little bit while people tell, you know, in between people telling their stories is cool as shit. Yeah. I love it. It's uh, a it great vibe. Yeah, I I love that kid. Um, and we got merch now. I got I got yes. some hang up over there. It's um some fun hoodies and shirts, and it's supposed to be. Me, uh, also shout out Mo Abed. Mo uh, Abed, who helps I was, me yeah, that's his co-host and co-producer. Yeah. And this is crazy. Me and Mo were talking about it. I don't think him and I would have been friends if it wasn't for the pandemic. Because him and I haven't known each other super long. Really? Um, it got, because even Fight Club started up during the pandemic, which that blows my mind. It did. Yeah, it started out in uh, MC and Blair's backyard. Yeah, and that was yeah. like where me and Mo first started hanging out was there. Uh, and then we did the first campfire story show in his backyard around an actual fire. Oh, wow. And then when okay. it started getting cold, um, yeah, thanks to MC got us hooked up with Lincoln Lodge. So then we were able to go in for hibernation through the winter, uh, winter time. Um, yeah. So, uh, I just want to just check cause it says Avery's MacBook air and it went into sleep mode. Does yeah. That, does yeah. that, are you're we still, still recording? Oh, okay, yeah. Good. You're still good. Like, you know, I mean, again, I'm older. I don't know. I, I have no idea how to use Apple that shit me out. at all. I didn't. Every single time it happens. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Good. So I'm not the only one. Yeah. But no. Yeah. Everything's you're, you're good. We're um, using Avery's equipment, by the way. As people of the podcast know, I have used several remote locations. Uh, it's uh, my main studio is with uh, Mike Johnson. I've used Canoe Gregory's place several times. Oh, I listened to one of those. Yeah. Jessica Misra. Jessica Misra was at Canute's. Uh, I've done two episodes at Drew Lauren's house and, um, yeah, so this is now the fourth place to which an epic cheat day pot. That's fun, oh, though. Oh, and I did three episodes at Dan Garcia's house, so, yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's, uh, I like switching up, switching up locations, fun. Totally. You gotta switch up the venue every now and then. Guys, if you want to hit me up, epic cheat day podcast, uh, you could do so, epic cheat day podcast at Gmail, Facebook, and Instagram, um, now that we got the comedy stuff out of the way. Oh, so campfire stories, real quick. Here's something I want to know. Choir reminds want to know. By the way, I'm buying some of that merch within the next week. So, Thank you. Because uh, uh, I, I got to support. And by the way, where can people buy the merch? 
Um, you can buy it through our, if you go to our Instagram at Campfire Story 69, we have our link tree, which will connect you to uh, show tickets uh, and to all of our merch. You see that, guys? This is where you get merch for Campfire Stories. It's a wonderful shirt. Here's what I want to know about the art. What is Mo doing with the microphone in the art? It looks like he's either about to eat corn. Oh, yeah. Or he's very confused about what a microphone is. I can't figure out which one it is. So the, the artist who uh, d- did the um, did the art for us, I says, a friend of mine, um, Liz Jackson, she, well, I, I, sent her, I sent her a couple of pictures. She just wanted, like, some inspiration to go off of. So I sent her a picture of uh, me, and then I sent her, I was, like, trying to find someone most. I was just creeping his Facebook. Yeah. And I found just some weird picture of him holding... I'm forgetting. He was holding a, I think like a beef rib. He was holding some meat. He was holding a stick of meat. Fucking love between, beef ribs. And he was looking down Shout at out it. to beef ribs. Shout anyway. oh, uh, Where can I get them in Chicago? Oh, we'll get to that in a second. Anyway, so he's holding. Yeah, I'll talk barbecue. Yeah. Um, but he was holding a beef rib, and I'm like, that's a funny picture. We'll submit that. And then she replaced it with a microphone, which was so great. <laughs> so, that's awesome. And Mo didn't even know about it until he saw the art. He's like, and it was great. He saw. He didn't like know what picture I submitted, yeah. and they saw the art that she made. And he goes, did you take that beef rib picture? <laughs> like He was just looking at the way he was looking down at the mic. I love it. I'm like, you're darn right. Yeah, that's great. So now that we got all the fucking bullshit out. Let's talk about like, yeah, no, let's talk about the real stuff that we should. Yeah. Barbecue bar. Let's like, but like Texas barbecue in Chicago. I haven't been able to find a place that has a good beef rib. I have not been able to find good barbecue in Chicago. And people are probably going to like, I haven't looked super hard and people probably make fun of me for saying that. I'm sure there's some places I'm missing. Uh, Green Street Smoked Meats is good. It's in the West Loop. A lot of I've great heard, restaurants you're, are there. You're like the second person to say that to me. I have some qualms with it. It's delicious. Yeah. The food, everything, all the food is great, and they're doing everything you're supposed to do, yeah. right? Do but they what, have a beef rib? Yeah. Oh, okay. Fuck, yeah. I believe right. so. I, I've not had their beef rib, um, but I'm like 99% sure okay. uh, that they have one. Um, but they have the whole thing, like the tabletop to where they put the meat up there. What bugs me is it does not feel like a barbecue place. It just... Like, a good barbecue place to me is a place you walk in and your feet stick to the floor. Love it. And it takes you way longer than it should to get up to the counter. And just, like, everything feels just, like, barbecue-y. Like, just yeah. tables haven't been cleaned. And I like that. Yeah. Uh, and th- As that, we mentioned before, aesthetic is very important. It, like, it, there's just too clean. And it's just too, like, it just doesn't feel like a barbecue joint. But the food's delicious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I I yeah. feel like that's important. No, I there's a place that's not too far from me called Milt's Barbecue for the Perplexed. And when you look at that name and you're like this, okay, that sounds very grandiose and like, you know, a little bit pretentious. And then when you go inside and you're like, this is the most pretentious place I've ever seen that's serving what they consider to be barbecue. And is the food decent? Yeah, but I think they deliberately like do this whole like, oh, this is barbecue for people with like a finer palate. Which it isn't. It's just basic barbecue. They just put it in very nice plates, and it's it's like clean barbecue. Which to me, that's not what barbecue. That's kind of what I got with Green Street Smoke. But Street's, the thing yeah. is, they serve it. With, I, I, they, if I remember, they serve it in like a, a metal tray. But the thing yeah. is, is the metal trays have been washed and run through a dishwasher, and I don't like that. Yeah, I want and some of the flavor of some of the old. I know uh, it's a great, yeah. uh, great restaurant group, um, but they just. They need to let themselves go. Like, yeah. I know management's probably on the workers' asses about, like, you got to make sure you're cleaning the bathrooms. They just shouldn't. 
I yeah. just for just let a month. I think if they just let a few months pass of cleaning, yeah, then you're gonna get closer to what, so what I think makes the food taste better. Now you're from this part of the country, so I'm assuming you've had like great barbecue in the southern parts of Illinois, right? Yeah, well, all my and also St. Louis as well. You have some experience. Yeah, there. all my family. I'm the only one born in Illinois. All my family's from the South, from Florida. Oh wow, um, okay. And my grandpa. Uh, Always called me a, a Yankee, which was uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> but like, really, like meant it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I've had some good barbecue around there. I need to talk about one beef rib, real yeah. quick, because like you said, beef rib, and I just want one in Chicago. Like I don't know of any place that has I don't it. either. And like you said, maybe Green Street. I think, and if memory serves, I think the person who was telling me about Green Street, they told me that there's a beef rib there. They're very too. good. Yeah. It, so I was in Austin, Texas. Oh, Obviously, my fucking God. Yeah. It's yeah. great barbecue. I went to uh, Terry Black's and me and Mo went. We were doing some shows there and I uh, got this beef rib. Incredibly expensive. Yeah. It was one of the greatest things well, I've ever eaten. Well, throw a dollar amount out. Yeah. What's that? I'll throw a dollar amount out there. I'm thinking for everything because I got, I got a beef rib and then I got a brisket and I can't remember the weight of how much it was. But yeah. like with that and a couple sides, like. I think it was like t- touching 50 bucks. I'm like, all right. That's, all I right, mean, that's yeah. a little chunk. Of, but we're like, this is just a one-time thing. Exactly. We're here to, let's treat ourselves. Yeah. I ate that beef rib. It was so incredibly good. I still think about it. Like, I, like <laughs> we went back. We yeah. we went back and kept getting the same meal. I like, we're like, it's a one-time thing. We're like, after we ate, we're like, we're coming. This is not a one-time thing. We're going to go broke. And we did keep going back. And my thing was, I had barbecue every single day. Yeah. I kept getting these beef ribs, and I would, like, take it. You couldn't eat all of it either. Yeah. I kept eating it. I would, as soon as I got to our hotel, I'd strip down my underwear, and I'd eat it in bed. I loved eating my, like, my beef rib just in my underwear, and the hotel room was. That's how you're supposed to eat a good beef rib. One of the happiest moments I've had in my life. Like, Mo wasn't even in the room with me. He was taking pictures of me, but I didn't feel it. Exactly. And that's, by the way, awesome. By the Mm -hmm. way, that's that to me is a real barbecue. Like that's the kind of barbecue experience I would have with a beef rib with Texas style barbecue. And by the way, beef ribs like I'm like there's there's very few foods I'm willing to like, you know, go big or go home on. But like when it comes to money wise, like a good steak, I'll throw down like I there was a place that I forgot the name of when I first got to Chicago. They had a 75 day dry uh, dry aged steak, um, which I don't know if you if you're a fan of aged meat or not. I am. But like, so like, yeah, so it's just like, I mean, it's one of those things like you either have a palate for it or not, you know, because it's very, it is when people say gamey, like when you get to 75 days of aging any meat, like it's going to, there's going to be some funk on there, which is, I love that kind of thing. Right. right? So, um, and I can't remember the name of it, but I, I de- like my bill after everything was all said and done was like about a buck 20. So, and was I was it, just like, this is worth every penny of that. Was it, um, does bad apple? I don't know if you know Bad Apple. I it's a little up Bad north. Apple. They they do a steak, and I could have sworn they had like a seventy-five day aged wagyu. Remember, but they also did like they have a really good burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that they use wagyu beef for as well. But yeah, I can't remember. But whatever. Yeah, yeah. I do like a good steak. I do like a good steak, and I'll well. throw down money on a good steak. Like I have a yeah. palate for like better. For, like when you showed that picture of the duck confit, I was like, wow. That was right. Uh, right next door. There's a little French bistro. Yeah. Um. Uh, Mon ami Gabi. Okay. I don't know how to s- uh, whatever. I like s- I I try saying it like I'm super French. Yeah. Like in regular conversation, I was trying to actually be like try and say it right on the podcast. But when I'm like 
telling people about it. I'm like, mon ami Gabi. And I'm like, I have no idea what I'm saying, but I'm just like, it's so fun. But Probably the, translates to loosely to fuck Americans. Yeah, right? And I have no idea. And their hamburger palates. The duck confit was, oh God, it was so yummy. Um, it looked it. It really looked it. Like, I, you... I forgot for people who don't know what duck confit is, so don't even look it up. I'm going to explain to you. So it's duck that's aged in duck fat, right? And then it's basically it's cooked in that duck fat, and it's roasted in the oven in duck fat. Yeah, and it's slow roasted. So everything about it is just it's duck is a fatty bird. Period. Right. Okay, that's why if you look at duck meat, duck meat, there's no white meat in duck. It's all dark meat, right? So, uh, and if you look at duck skin, duck skin has a thick layer of fat because again, it's a it's a it's a cold weather bird, right? So, uh, and it's a water one too. So I think I think that's the reason why it has a higher level of fat. Anyway, uh, and then duck confit, it's uh, they take it and they put the meat. They basically preserve the meat in its own fat. So you'll see it, and it comes in like a container, and there's a, th- a thick layer of fat over it. And then they just take that, and they put that in the oven, and that's how they roast it. And it's crazy. Yeah. Also, somehow all parts of the duck are used. I- I've never, like, oh, really? okay. made it myself, so I'm yeah. not sure how that – I'm not entirely sure of the process. I just always know it's cooked in its own um, yeah. own fat. Crazy good. Yeah. Uh, I will shout out Monami Gabi. Their uh, their duck confit is Park. delicious, and it's a good snack too. Like it's a pricey place, but yeah, like not if you're just getting that, like just a little snack by the park, like just get the duck confit, and it's not pricey at all. Yeah, how much are we talking? What like fifteen bucks, ten bucks? It's like twenty like. bucks, and it's a good amount. You could split between a couple people. So if you want like a little expensive snack, yeah, yeah. Know, but it's like ten bucks for something really really good. That's worth it. Yeah, yeah. totally. I mean, you know, and, and again, like I like. I think I think all of us nowadays were a little bit more sophisticated. Well, I mean, people who are into food are more sophisticated in general. I mean, if you think about like the cross section of food that we have access to nowadays versus, I mean, when I was a kid, like I would have never imagined there would have been uh, Korean burritos. You know what I mean? And like now, there's two places in Chicago I know of that have. Them. Well, it was also like it seemed like a big restaurant boom in the past like seven years. Absolutely, something like that. Yeah. And it- yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Through the advent of like the travel channel, the food network and stuff like that. I wonder social getting, media too. Oh, totally. Yeah. People taking the pictures, Yelp, all of that stuff contributed. Absolutely. I always feel so weird when I do like taking pictures of my food. Yeah. And I get shit for it when I do it. Yeah. I always tell people I'm like, I'm just sending it to my mama, which I do. I always yeah. text like pictures of food to my mama. I go, You boys eating good and she yeah. goes, I like that. She's really southern. Uh but also I like posting pictures of it because I like looking at pictures of food that people Me post too. i really do yeah. and i comment on them you do it yeah, yeah i do like, it all the time i truly enjoy if someone puts a dish that they had because i'm like oh i might go get that exactly like yes yeah. that's to me like that's that's gonna matter to me more than any review that i'll ever read of anything somebody i know that i who i trust can recommend it to me like and like especially like even if somebody like doesn't take the best pictures of their food like i people used to get on my shit all the time because i had a shitty phone and i didn't understand like Oh, well, if you take it from a better angle, it might look better. To me, it's more about like, well, what was the experience that person was having with that? Food it's a at review. The time? Exactly. So it's just like it's that like like, dude, if you look on my Instagram feed, like, you know, how some people like you look at their feed. and It's just like cute animals or, or, or Spanish girls with big asses. Right. Mine. It's it's literally cute animals and food. 
and just like like weird like I, I like international versions of like snack foods like international yeah. Pringles like they have like like kebab Pringles like by the way meat flavored chips need to stop they're all gross like Wendy's had a Baconator Pringles last year it was fucking awful there was a Doritos mystery flavor I think that turned out to be hamburger or something like yeah. that and that was kind of yeah there's this weird I can't cute. put my finger on it yeah yeah. Like I, I, there's something that's just off to me about that. Type it's of funny thing. now yeah. that you say that. I think about like my feed, and it yeah. is the first two things listed. But I think of what I close out of to go to the next thing. Yeah, I do look at cute animals. I really like yeah. like looking at like cute little dogs just playing totally. around. And I'll look at that. I'll start with that. If I see something like that pop up, I'm like, I'll click on that. But then if I see a big butt, yeah, then I'll click on that. But then if I see a delicious looking burger, I will close out of the first two yeah, mentioned yeah, yeah. and I will go to the food every single time. Every single time. Yeah. Every single time. It's just like, it's, it, it's, I mean, it's just, again, like I, and also it's like, I'm one of those people, like I can look at a food and like, if I know what's in it, I could kind of taste it. You know what I mean? It's just like, Oh, I could, I could kind of like get an idea of what that experience is going to be. So yeah. do you cook? Yeah. Um, in the place that I have right now, unfortunately I don't have a kitchen. Uh, yeah. So I have a, I have a, uh, what are the, what's that called? Um, a slow cooker. Um, I got an air fryer, which is fucking awesome. I hear they're cool. But they you, you have the ability to, to cook? I have the ability to do that type of stuff. Like the thing that I got really into over quarantine was making my own sushi because I'm sushi. Uh, like I, I just did it for the first time a few oh, weeks ago. Oh, nice. Uh, what'd you, did you use fish or did you just? Uh, I did fish. I did um, a spicy tuna roll nice. and then a seared salmon. Hell yeah. Okay. See, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you're getting creative with your roles. Um, yeah, I, uh, sushi's my favorite food, which shocks people. They're like, this weight, but you're fat. I'm like, yeah, a lot of sushi's fucking horrible. Sushi for can you. be really, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know. Your crunchy tuna roll that's just like exactly. fried I mean, and dunked in mayonnaise. And dunked in mayonnaise. And it's, is it delicious? Yes. And will I order it? You're 100% correct. I will. Yeah. Uh, you know, but you're exactly. It's just. Um, and also, I just I don't need a regular amount of sushi. Like I, I go to an all you can eat sushi spot. And my goal is to be, make them feel bad that they did that. Yeah, like, you should not have given me that option. It's just a bunch of bite sized. It goes down so easy. You don't get it full does. from sushi. It's the other thing. Yeah, exactly. You can yeah. eat a bunch of it. And um, yeah, and I I, I just love. Uh, I, first of all, and we were talking about aesthetics before. I mean, it looks like you're eating candy jewelry. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that. That's what I like about it. <laughs> all these different bright colors you know yeah colorful food i love and too like when you make sushi yeah and then you go because that was my first time ever doing it was yeah, yeah. a few weeks ago it how'd made, it turn out it was great yeah. um it uh my friend uh she was a lot better like rolling it uh i was squeezing the shit out of it i, I yeah. didn't, there's definitely a touch and i like slowly kind of started to figure it out but it definitely made me appreciate more now i'm excited to like go back to a sushi spot and i'm like oh like I realize how hard it is. Uh, yeah. People don't get that. They don't like get there'll that. be certain roles. Yeah. that are just like, yeah, I, I, I'm like, I don't even know how you would do that. Yeah. And it's uh, it, 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 you're right. It took me that having that experience of actually making it from like start to finish. I'm just like, oh, there this is this is a crap. The hardest thing for me to learn how to do because I got decently well with the roles uh, in not too long time it's because I did origami for a lot of my life so i think that contributed a lot does to that it. actually okay yeah i think it contributed just just having like the dexterity to do it because you do need a good good amount of uh at least i I've watched noticed. a lot of anime and i thought that would buy <laughs> yeah well i mean that might help too i didn't i never thought about that just watch some dbz and then maybe fucking uh yeah try my hand at sushi 
what was really fucking me up, like, and I, what I still can't do to this day is like, and you would think it's just it's just the fish and rice, but nigiri, uh, just the sushi pieces, yeah. just you know, and that nigiri for the layperson, uh, maki and nigiri are two are the two most popular styles in the U.S. And maki is of course the roll, and nigiri is just the individual pieces with the fish on the top, with the rice underneath. I. To this day, like I don't, I always use either way too little rice or way too much rice for the amount of fish that I'm using. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, but that just shows me it's just like, oh, this is a, this is another form, another art form. It's not just rice and fish. It's you such know? a tedious process. It is, and I like I didn't realize how many plates that I would fucking have to clean when I was done with it. Like the first time I made it, between prepping all the different things, like I have my avocado here. My salmon here, my crab here, and I'm just like, oh my god, there's this is this is a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. oh my god, yeah, it's a, that I'll be hesitant to making it again just because the like the yeah. cleanup and the prep. Me and my friend, we made it, like we went to the store, got all the stuff we needed, yeah. like worked on it for a while, um, did the rolls, I seared the salmon, and then we got it presented. But we like we did all the cute presentation. We're like, well, let's clean up too, otherwise it's gonna be a pain to do it after we. Yeah. Then we did that, and then we sat down, and we both just fell asleep. <laughs> Uh, it was exhausting. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah. Which makes me even more just like appreciate Absolutely. at restaurants. Totally. Uh, what's your favorite meal, period? That's so hard. It is. Um, it is. I, I hate when people ask me that question, but I'm like, you know what? You're a good person to ask this because if you have a go-to, that's great. But if you don't, I get it. I was just discussing it last night with someone because I was watching Signs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do like, they have their last meal. <laughs> Uh, Mel Gibson makes them their their last meal, and that just got me to think. I'm like, what what would I like? Honestly, like, what would I do for my last meal? And mm-hmm. I was maybe uh, it might be a burger. Okay, like you, were, just, I, you were mentioning before, but I, I really really love burgers. Um, I don't know from where exactly. Um, it'd be uh, a burger or Little Caesars. Oh wow, Little Caesars! You know what? Fucking. Little Caesars gets a lot of flack, but let's be honest. For, you walk in there, you have six bucks, you have a pizza, it's hot, it's ready. Just like their commercial says. I'd pay 20. Yeah, it's fucking Little Caesars. It's the greatest pizza on earth. I mean, it's, and you could knock it. Listen, uh, to me, like Little Caesars is single, it, it, it's single serve. Like, I'll, I'll take one of yeah. those to the head. Yeah, easily. I like, easily. I would double up the, um, I, I've been slowing down with it. It's like dairy's just in the past year just been messing me up, unfortunately. Really? Which is probably for the best because Little Caesars, I would double up the slices and eat it. I'm like, whatever can get this into me quicker, <laughs> I will do that. It's so I get so passionate about Little Caesars. There's actually, I remember I was walking with a MC Lightsey and he got so annoyed. We did a mic together, and uh, where were we we did uh, shakers and then we were walking to Shuba's. Okay. And in that like 15 minute walk, we start talking about Little Caesars. I talked about Little Caesars. The entire walk, and he brought. I didn't even realize, and he brought it up. He's like, "If you realize, you just talked about Little Caesars for 15 minutes. Shut up." <laughs> and then I got up and did the mic, and I just looked at MC, and then I did my whole set on Little Caesars. I love it. <laughs> and no one like was on board, but yeah. <laughs> it was just to annoy MC. Totally. Oh, that was... I'm like, I could keep talking about it. It's such a good pizza. Yeah. I. I. By the way, what a great use of your mic time. Yeah. I. I, I would totally do the same thing. I had I new stuff it. I wanted to work on. Fuck it. I was very curious how it would go. Yeah. But just, just to make like, MC put his head down and be annoyed, <laughs> I did totally. <laughs> I feel like uh, is my voice way around? I don't know. I'm, I I think I'm just uh, I'm in my head about. It. I'm in my head a lot of dude. I quit sugar. I was telling you about this before. It is 
it is making my like I didn't realize just how much because like I've been eating bananas. I've been augmenting because I've been eating like bananas yeah. and mangoes. It is not the same thing as like eating like no. a quart and a half of, of sherbet or ice cream in one shot or going to like the bakery of, of like jewel and sugar cookies. Yeah. The same thing to your brain is uh, is cocaine. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, feel like shit right now. Like you'll I, push through it. It's I will take yeah. a little bit of time. You know, it's just like it's because it's the first. That's why I haven't been going to mics because it's just like going to a, for the non comics. Going to an open mic is kind of an arduous task. Period. So like it's like, and you know me, like I don't go to a mic and I just sit in the corner. I'm talking to everybody at a yeah. mic, right? Um, Otherwise, so, it'd be miserable. I have yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that's the thing. It's just like. I don't want to bring people down with my misery and then have to worry about all this. And by the way, the, everything that I've written since I've stopped with the uh, sugar has been dog shit. So it's just like, all right, let me let me pace myself with this. Let me do the shows that I have coming up, and then I'll start gr- go back to grinding hard with comedy. Yeah. After I've, uh, I realize the the headspace I have to get into like to really start doing some good writing. It's yeah. so hard for me to get there. It's really? so hard for me to get in a good like writing headspace. What does it take for you? Consume bad things. Like it's like <laughs> I've it. started noticing. Um, uh, well, someone was just telling me about this yesterday. This is going to be so poorly explained that there is a thing about like whatever state of mind you are in when you practice something is the same state of mind you should be in when you perform. Ooh, okay. Which is really interesting. Um, so it's like quite like like if you chew gum. When you're practicing and like you should also chew gum when you're performing. It was a it's I, I can't remember what it's uh it's I psychology, what it's called. Sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then I'm like, whoa, that's weird because when I perform, I have a thing. I'm like, I like to have two drinks. Never over because yeah. I notice um, like it dulls my way. Like, I can't do it. Some people can. But I just know like I'm so stupid and I need every brain cell I can get. But a couple beers like calms yeah. out the nerves and it's uh, just a sweet spot for me. But I noticed for writing, it's the same thing. I have to like get a couple beers to like calm my brain down but there's something about like just eating like just get some junk food in my belt like i just have to like i have to feel kind of like garbage a little bit yeah and then i I start to think funnier and it's so weird yeah i think for me like i have a similar thing to you where it's just like i you know it's like i gotta hate myself a little bit i have to i have to have that little bit of a you know, that's because that's where a lot of my humor comes from anyway. Yeah. So it's just uh, I have done several things yeah. like back to back to back that I'm just like, I hit a point. I'm like, why can't I think of anything to write? Why can't I'm like, yeah. God damn it. And I, fucking, and I jerk off. And then I'm like, my God, I already did it three times. And then I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like and then my head's against the wall. And I'm like, God dang. It. And I'm like, got it. And then I like once I've hit like a point of misery, and I'm like, yeah. I thought of a joke. Totally. <laughs> totally. Um, that's great, though. I mean, listen, listen, it's part. It's it's part of the process. It's part of the <laughs> process. It's so miserably fun. I That's love it. Great. Um, you know, uh, fucking. What was I gonna say? I've seen you perform. Well, it was at my mic uh, not too long ago. You were pretty. You because you were there for. You were there for almost the whole fucking stretch. So naturally, I got on stage at two a.m. <laughs> you got on stage at two a.m. So naturally, you were a little. You're a little drunk at the time, but it was. You know, you had a good set still. I mean, you know, you. You may take composure pretty well. It's like, oh, okay. I like that someone asked me. They're like, uh, well, yeah, I guess we don't know each other super well. I can't remember who it was. They're like, are you drunk? I went, yep. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, it was also me. Just like, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, yep. <laughs> just <it's> so late. <laughs> so for for people who are listening, I run the open mic at Lincoln Lodge on Saturday, and we start 
after 11. Okay, which any comic who's listening to this knows that, like, the later a mic starts, the weirder it's going to be. I will say this, though. To pat myself on the back, I think I maintained the energy pretty well. It was was a really fun night. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, notice how you're just, I should have just been like, yeah, it's a fun night. But no, no, no. I was just like, no, let me take this fucking ego chomp right here. No, you keep the energy alive. You do. Um but uh, yeah, it's fucking. I I also like hosting mics, which is weird for a lot of people. Like they can't. When I tell them that, they're like, "Why?" And like I actually have like twenty reasons why I like hosting a mic. It's all about acting. It's so yeah. for the host that you have to act because if you have the same energy of like what's actually in the room, yeah, then you're gonna be like, oh, "It's two a.m. I know we're trying to get everyone out of here. We just have a few more people." But if you have, they're like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Like yeah. it's two a.m. Like you have such good energy, and because of that, like it kept the room fun. Yeah. Like I had to, I I work brunch and I had to open the next morning. Oh Jesus Christ, really? Yeah, that one's tough for me to go to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was like, I'm still happy. Like I should. I'm like, why am I not mad? But it's because you're like keeping good energy at a place that definitely should not have had good energy. Well, thanks, which man. is so important. It is important. Uh, it's definitely important. I like I like the mentality you have for writing though. I think I'm gonna start. Because I have been doing that, but I do it accidentally because I'm just doing I'm, – I'm treating my body terribly regardless. So it's just like – but I've noticed when I'm feeling a little bit downer, that's probably my better times for writing. Well, I think it's my – I definitely have some ADHD going on. Like I don't even want to go and get it diagnosed. I just yeah. – You know it's there. I have a really bad time focusing. Yeah. Like school was a nightmare. Yeah. During tests, when they're like, all right, everyone be quiet and look down in one spot, I'm like – I would break into a sweat. Jeez. Like it was just a nightmare. I'm like, I'm like, hey, what are you doing later? Like, Avery, I'm taking a test. Like, I would start talking to people next to me, and then I was just like, it was nuts. Um, yeah. So writing is tricky, but I have to like something to calm my brain down. Just something. Totally. Um, yeah. So it's just as much heavy food, carbs, just to keep my feet weighted heavy in f- my seat. Heavy food and carbs, dude. On Instagram. We're going back to food now. On Instagram, I've seen some shit done with potatoes that just blows my mind. Yeah. And I've seen people just like, you know, because like if you ever had a good potato skin, you know. Yeah. Here's what I love about potato skins because it's not just the skin of potatoes. No, it's basically a, it's a giant fucking seasoned French fry. That's what a good potato skin is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Baked with a whole bunch of stuff. Like I have seen potato skins on Instagram that... I mean, would I, make your mother blush. Exactly. Just like you shouldn't eat that more than twice in a lifetime. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that. Like just like, oh, just like mountain of pulled pork on top with the fucking sour cream on yeah. top. That's just like, oh, man, just I didn't know potatoes were uh, are, are something that I need to like. Well, I do know that. Let's be honest. It's a serious potatoes. question. Yeah. What do you think? Um, let's do a top three of your favorite way to have your potato, meaning right. like French fry um or sweet potato fry or like yeah. waffle fry okay. or whatever like that kind of i like how you just I, you just listed fries because we're talking about like i could pick roasted pan roasted i could pick like anything or are we just are we being specific for fries because like oh that's how true open then, that, then you got all like tater tots yeah and everything let's do all let's do anything so you let's can do, do mashed potatoes any um, form of potato all right so i'd say number one uh number one would be mashed potatoes shockingly because i mean if you make mashed potatoes right it's going to be worse for you than any french fry you've ever had That's in your life loaded with like, butter like little pieces yeah. of ham in it little pieces of ham in it you know what i mean like you know the way i make mine is instead of using uh, uh is that i still use the butter even though i shouldn't but instead of using um 
uh, milk, I use uh, cream cheese. I take a, I'll just oh. boil up a bunch of potatoes, take a whole block of cream cheese, put it in there, and that's what I use to get it. I feel up. like a lot of people are shy with their potatoes. Like you shouldn't be shy with it. No. Or they're with their sorry with their mashed potatoes. Like and what to do? They like they hold back from like really. Yeah. Expo- just being like leaning in it. Just be Paula Deen. Say the n word while you cook it. And, like people are too scared <laughs> exactly, to do that. Yeah, yeah. Put some lard. <laughs> put a little bit of lard in there. Fuck it. You Whisper know racist I mean? slurs to your slurs mashed, to potatoes. mashed potatoes. Makes it taste. You'll be blown away how oh, it tastes. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just like with mashed potatoes. I just once I. Re- because, like, when I was a kid, I thought they were like, oh, this is a good way of making potatoes. Little did I know my mom was throwing a couple sticks of butter in that bad boy, and that's what makes it taste so delicious. So yeah. it's just like, you know, she was a fan of making mashed potatoes, so I think that's where it comes from. So that's my number one. Yeah. Um, number two, shit. Whew, that's a – because it's, I would say – Potato skins. I don't know, potato skins are up there. Uh, I would say it would have to be like a good, a good, and I'm talking about like a good greasy diner home fry. What kind of cut? You know, like when they do, it's almost like a scalloped cut and they, they basically like fry it right on the griddle. Like, okay. and it's like, it's, and it comes like a, a, an ambiguously brown mound on your plate. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Like I like those just because really? it's just like. It has all the flavor of whatever was cooked on that surface. Okay. So it's just like, oh, it's, it tastes like a little bit of a, a pancake burger, burger chicken parm. You know, it's like a diner home fry. I kind of like. Yeah. OK. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I'm trying to think. Do they call it home fries in this part of the country? I don't know. I, I know what you're talking about. I Yeah. Uh, I didn't know. But for, for home fry. Yeah, what do they not. call it here? What do they call it here? Okay, so whatever that is, yeah, that that would probably be number two, and then interesting. That's a, okay. Surprised. Uh, and then it's it's funny. Fries I don't even, are, are are probably not in my top five, because I think my last one is going to be like a pan roasted potato. Like if really, yeah. If like if you have like a good meat beef roast. And like you just have like the the potatoes that are just like yeah. you know cut into like maybe cute or may may maybe you want to uh, quarter them at most or maybe you just you even have them like a small you, russet potato. Are you not a big fry guy in general? I've I, I, when I was a kid, I remember liking them way more. Like Whoa. if I have if I have the option for fries or tots here, like because in New York nobody nobody puts tots with anything. So when I came to the Midwest, tots is always an option. I always take tots over fries. Tots are my top. Like yeah. I don't know what tots order. are fucking amazing. I mean, let's be honest, they're fucking they're awesome. They're not even food. They're little magic droplets. Exactly. They're so good. They're like happy nuggets. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I call them. Yeah. It's I just, just like love a, the crunch. Like yeah. anything with a little crunch on. Like so, tots like. Yeah. What well, for you? Yeah. What's your what's your stretch? Three? Actually, speaking of that. Yeah. That, really. Uh, that open mic. Really, really good tots. Really, wow. every time I didn't it's even know they been had perfect. They do, and their t- their tots are incredible. Nice. Um, I'll throw tots up there. It is hard saying what order. Um, so tots is definitely in your th- in your top three. Yeah, you would say tots. I like waffle fry. They all three might just be, might, might be variations fries. of fries. I love waffle fries. Yeah, and then uh, dang, I always have my other. Um, I rank everything, which is yeah. some weird thing. I got called out on this the other day. Like everything has to be a rank. Like I'm like, oh, favorite ice creams. I'm like, you know, Dippin' Dots, Sherbet, and like I was doing all my. But I don't know why I rank everything. I just have to. Um, what would be my third? I do tots, waffle fries. Honestly, mashed potatoes. I mean, if they're done well, yeah, it's a whole different thing. And a lot of it people, is. 
are afraid to do them well. Like you said, yeah, it's just like, oh, they want to just, you know, put a, put a little butter. We don't need to put that much butter. No, you need to put a lot of fuck. Make it good. Yeah. Make it good. Yeah. You know, that's all, that's all I'm saying. Make it good. I want to eat this and enjoy it. I don't want to, you know, the, we're not counting calories here. This is Thanksgiving dinner. It's mashed potatoes. Yeah, it's mashed potatoes. Hurt just, yourself. Yeah, it, just because it's just because it's saying potatoes in there doesn't mean you can't put other shit in your mashed If you're potatoes. not leaving your Thanksgiving dinner table with a limp, you've they, sinned. Yeah, you've sinned. You haven't eaten. Throw you eat your a, back out at you, your dinner. Exactly. You haven't eaten Thanksgiving. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, if your belt is still buckled when you're done with thanksgiving dinner you haven't eaten thanksgiving i like to be able dinner. to look down and see yeah. the exact outline of what was on my plate absolutely it's like, a, it's like a rat and a snake when i eat a big meal exactly you just want to see it protruding out of your I can stomach see the bone yeah. still totally the glop yeah. of the mashed pototos in the bottom right i love it that. i like uh, you know i i i, I wasn't into it when i was a kid uh i like having the cranberry sauce i like being able to take that and yeah. put it on my salty foods like it's just like yeah have it out that little cut of sweet and tart in there. That stuff is interesting as far as like the stuff I didn't like on the um, my dinner plate was. Well, yeah, because your palate isn't. Yeah. Hasn't grown up yet when you're younger. The things that I hated that have like grown to love. Yeah. Yeah. That's something I would have dismissed is the cranberry sauce. Yeah. Um, this whole thing is about food. This whole thing's about food. And I'm this glad I couldn't be happier about this. Have like, you, this. Has anyone else talked about food the whole time? No. No. Yes. You're the first person. And it's it's a shame considering and we're I'm so a few of the guests that I've lined up are gonna be specifically food centric. Like uh when Mike Hoffman have you ever talked to Mike Hoffman? Yes, he's I legit love Mike Hoffman. Yeah, legitimate he's a pastry chef, so he and I we nerded out uh right after uh matter of fact it was the same night that we did um that we did uh that late the late Mike. Yeah. Oh yeah, y'all were sitting by each other. Yeah. Yeah, so uh me, Mike and Will Peck, we went we walked up Milwaukee. Uh, to try to find food because I was fucking starving. Will yeah. was fucking starving. We're like, we need to get food. We ended up uh, getting to Big Wig Taco, which uh, it was decent. Yeah, got, like good enough late night. Exactly. Burritos. Good, good enough. We all got burritos there. And like just me and Mike uh, were nerding out. By the way, you want to see the fastest eater I've seen? Will Peck knocked out a burrito. Did you say Mo was there too? Uh, Mo wasn't. No, oh, Mo is the fastest eater I've ever really I've ever seen. I got to see this in person. He's also a big dude, like because he, he works out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like anytime I've seen like bodybuilder guys like eat, it's just it's always like the craziest sight. Like uh, it's bizarre. He and I try watching him. I yeah. try keeping my eye on the plate. Like I don't say it. Like I yeah. know he does, it, and I'll keep my eye. And then I just like look down, and, like scratch my leg, and then I look back up, and then it's gone. And I'm like, let me watch you eat. <laughs> I want to see what happens. And then I'm the creep at the table. And I'm like, course. I don't know how it goes down. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Um, I, I gotta see this now. I gotta see this. this when is, I, the, yeah. this amazes me. We should, <laughs> we should not without saying it. Let's get those two together. Yeah. And have them eat. Let's yeah. get like a really big sandwich, like just like a video game style sandwich that you like, <laughs> and yeah, your power yeah, goes yeah, up. Yeah. Let's both get them a sandwich like that. And let's just let's just watch just between two of us, and we don't it. order anything. We, we don't just, order. We just we're just sitting there, like this. No, no, no food's just, on us, guys. We're just uh, sitting up the yeah. whole time, like, what's y'all's deal? I'm like, no, just go ahead, do <laughs> do what you do. <laughs> I, do I, like, me and Mike, like we're we're eaters, and like I looked over and like I have no idea how Will ate it that fast. Like I just I I was just like, wait, how what? And that's surprising. Like, yeah, I would not think he would eat like that no it was just it was amazing he was also really really hungry too i think that helped but like yeah, yeah i was just like blown away i was like 
fuck did that happen? Like, yeah. whoa. Uh, when I found out Mike Hoffman is a chef, yeah, I didn't know we were already friends, and I found that out. I just hugged him. I was so excited. Yeah. I didn't know he was like, but like he's good. Like he's he good. really yeah. knows what he's doing. Oh, I love the, that. I mean, the stuff that he was telling me about. We were talking about uh, um, chocolate making, and like he was because he he did that for a while. Like that. Want to talk about? a labor intensive process like making chocolate like from the bean to actual like edible chocolate like that whole process is fucking insane that's cool and like so but he's he knows how to do that i'm like that's when i was just like okay this motherfucker's on another level yeah like he's on a whole other level well no he's in the big like the edible game yeah i can't venture into too much i like it i like the taste of things I well, mean, I've never done edibles before. Like, I quit weed before they were popular. So, like, if you quit weed, don't get edibles. Is a different drug. Yeah, I know. My understanding is that a the effect is different, and b like here's what I'm curious about. It's like they have they infuse it in a lot of things, and I know that because it's fat soluble. Like, basically, the only you're you're taking the weed and you're cooking the weed into butter and oils because that's the only way it's gonna it's gonna dissipate it. Yeah. You can't you you can't make like weed tea, for example, because it's not water soluble. Um so or at least they at the time they weren't able to well, do no, it. I'm sure they've done it. They, it's in everything. I mean they now. have like drop like liquid THC so you could drop it in into oh, the really? tea. Oh wow, okay. Um, but like let me ask this, like do you actually taste a weed taste when you're eating edibles or sometimes, but sometimes you don't at all. Like it just which is hard cuz you might have like a rice crispy like, "Oh, this is really good." And you yeah. wanna, I mean, you want to eat it cuz it tastes good, but it's like you, each bite's going to be another a punch to the brain. Jesus. Uh I'm really bad at weed. I did this THC show recently. Um Ran by Joey Purse out of Pittsburgh. It's like a monthly thing at the Lincoln Lodge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they is did he it. here permanently from Chicago? No, he's just driving in. Are he from a month, Pittsburgh? Yeah. Driving in all the way from Pittsburgh to do this show. How, how long a drive is that? It, it le- ten hours maybe. Jesus, it's okay. a ton. And then he drives back. It's crazy. So I did his THC show right after Campfire Stories this last Friday. Yeah, and they had liquid THC. You do these droplets. So I'm like, I got to get high, like, at the end of our show yeah. for this to kick in. So I had a couple joints as well, and I'm just, I'm bad. I'm, like, really bad. Like, I mean, can you function on it? Like, that's really, I think, the... Barely. And it was yeah. weird because, like, I was noticing how I was starting to talk in the green room. I'm like, uh-oh. But it was like, luckily I got up there, and, like, it was enough muscle memory from doing stand-up that, like, it was going well. But it was funny because I'm like, I had three things going on in my head. I was presenting like stand up to an audience yeah then i was having an inner dialogue with myself with things of like oh i haven't moved my right arm in a while probably should do that and then i'm like <laughs> i've been on this side of the stage for too long so then i just tried adjusting those and then there's a third thing going on in my head i'm like this is hilarious i'm talking to myself while also doing stand up that's amazing so i was just like this is crazy uh for some i i watched a clip and i'm like oh wow that looked way more normal than what was going on in my head of course <laughs> Of course. It was insane. I, I mean, I think that's my biggest fear with, like, with weed in general is the biggest fear with weed. That was the thi- That's the thing that, like, you know, keeps me from ever wanting to do it again was just, like, anytime I did, anytime I smoked weed. And I, by the way, the way, the weed that I used to smoke is way different from the weed that's available nowadays. Yeah, it's way stronger now. Oh, it's so much stronger. It's, like, scientifically yeah. super strong weed. Like, the last time I smoked weed, it had been... It, I hadn't smoked it or did or I hadn't smoked it 
within two years of that. So it was just like two years before then I smoked it one time and then two years before then I didn't smoke it. So like I saw the evolution of it because when I was a kid, like we were smoking seeds and stems, dirt weed. You know, yeah. you smoke it for a couple hours, you get a little fucked up. You get the munchies, you eat a pizza and you fucking knock out and you're fine. I wish right? it was still that. Yeah, it's. It's not. The last time I took one hit off of my friend's pipe, this was back in 2010, I I stared at the wall for 45 minutes. I looked at him. I was like, how the fuck do you do this all the time? He's just like, you build a tolerance for it. I'm like, I don't want to build a tolerance for this ever. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's insane. I can only do, uh, we got sativa and indica, and indica is the one that will just like, is the body high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sativa's in the head. I only can do sativa because I can get things done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indica, I'm just like. I get, I just like, I, you get couch yeah, locked. I can't exactly. get up. And I've had, there was a party I remember I was at. It was just, everyone was smoking so much and I just didn't really, but I'm just like, oh, well I'm hanging out like some friends. So I was like, but it was just intense Indica. And I remember we ordered pizza. It just shows up and I didn't know how to communicate, but I'm like, I just can't be here anymore. I don't know how to operate. And I just stood up and go, Bye. And just walked out. Like, the pizza just got... I left my book bag. I left stuff I there. It. And I just went home and just got in my bed and just went to sleep. <laughs> like That's incredible. the only word communicated was, bye. That's <laughs> incredible. I mean, this is fucking... That's weed's insane now, man. But uh, It should be I, outlawed. I mean, you know, yeah. it's. I, I just don't like the idea that when people take it, they think, oh, this is not a drug. It's like, it's it most certainly... Like, it's fucking you up. Like, yeah, yeah it's, there's... Like, stop pretending to me like sure there's health benefits to it I'm, I'm i would imagine there's a lot but like i i'm i'm thinking okay that it's similar to the way tobacco used to be advertised to people as uh you know as because uh, there was a lot a lot of times like they would promote the fact that you know people would have uh um uh what you call it it would augment their appetite you know, because when yeah. you smoke, because, you know, smoking, one of the first things I know that's happened to me, but one of the first things that happens when people quit smoking is that they start eating more because uh, nicotine's a natural appetite suppressant. Yeah. So it used to be marketed with that in mind or it used to be marketed that, you know, some cigarettes are healthier than others. Like, oh, yeah, yeah four out of five. So funny. To think yeah. About, four yeah. out of five doctors recommend Carlton cigarettes. Like what? Yeah, that's insane. So, like, to me, I think that's what's happening with weed. It's just like we do have a very. uh a very focused weed lobby right now going on. Like, let's promote the health benefits of it. But it's like, yeah, but there are people who can't like me. Like I'm too fucked up in the head. I take it. It's going to fuck me up. Yeah. And it fucks me up for days at a time. So like, I, I know that. And I'm not saying that's everybody's experience, but like, stop trying to tell me that this is fucking the it, best yeah. thing for you. You but know? It's the sa- yeah. Those are the same people, the same people <laughs> that are like, yeah, but have like, you tried it. Like, yeah, it's the same people that for back to uh spicy stuff. We were yeah. talking about that. It's the same kind of people look. It's not even that hot. I'm like, each person's a different person. Yes. Like, I'll tell someone. I'm like, I don't know. Like, do you find sriracha hot? I'm like, yeah. then that's gonna be hot. Then for it's you. gonna be hot. And that, by the way, the, the way you answered that is the best way to 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 ask people somebody. that are like, so, grow, yeah. they're like, put a belt on and just try this spicy. So I'm like, shut up. Like, no. let someone enjoy how they want to enjoy it. And that's perfect. You gave yeah. them. You gave them a gauge. You're like, do you find sriracha? Hot? Do you find Cholula hot? Do you find these things yeah. hot? And it's like, if you do, this is gonna melt your fucking teeth out of your head. Sorry. It's yeah. Just, yeah, that's that's how hot this is. And it's you the know? same thing with weed. I'm just like, I'm just bad at it. I'm like, it's kind of fun every now and then. Yeah. But when people are like, nah, but like, try this weed. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I, I know what it feels like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have to pee really bad. 
Yeah, so do I. We did knock out like two LaCroix each. Uh, let's see where we're at time-wise. And uh, what do I? Oh, yeah, you need to fingerprint oh, yeah, scan that. So, uh, yeah, we both have to use the bathroom real bad. We've been talking now for almost an hour. Thank you so much, Avery Brooks. Thank you for Heck doing yeah. the Epic Cheat Day podcast with me. Thanks for having uh, me on. Uh, this was great. Again, you guys could uh, see Avery at Campfire Stories Fridays at the Lincoln Lodge. And, of course, his podcast. Plug the podcast real quick. The Golden Streamer, which you the can listen Golden to Streamer. on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your podcast. And, and follow us at Campfire Stories at Campfire Story 69 great. on Instagram. Avery, thank you so much. Guys, take care of yourselves.